Pasting. Oh, and welcome so back to episode 12 of Suplex. Bitties. Bitties. Jeff Hack showed you tonight. We got the Dairy Can- Cannons Factory, Diego Galvis. We got, I, th- I think, uh, Ryback's illegitimate son, Andrew Hunnamans. Um, your, ho- your host, Chris Jones, in the building as always. And we have a special guest, guys. Um, Diego is hanging out with um, Hornswoggle Horn. as well. Also known as TNA's uh, AJ Styles. Yes. Um, but again, we're brought to you by Couch Carry Sports. Use the internet one time. Go check them out. We've hit over 70K views this month and all our articles. Trust me, we're blowing up real quick. The podcast on the network, go check them all out. You the name month them from- isn't even over. Exactly. You name from top to bottom. Uh, CGS to the moon. And uh, we thank Couch Guy for allowing us to sit here and be geeks and talk about wrestling every week. Be the idiots we are. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so we're going to dive in. We're going to do some recaps from earlier this week and talk about Monday Night Raw. We're going to be talking NXT. And then we're going to be giving predictions on AEW Double or Nothing as it is on Sunday. The twenty, the thirtieth. Excuse me, 30th. I can't do math. Thirtieth. <clears throat> so let's talk from Monday Night Raw. Um, what are the thoughts that we've had from uh, the three-hour performance called Monday Night Raw? I just want to say how much I love the New Days being featured in uh, multiple segments again. You got your boys, the no one's gonna do it. New Day, and then Kofi Kingston's back in the championship match. You know. Just, I, was, I was just let, I was letting you do you, man. It's fine. I just want you guys <laughs> to participate, you know. I am but, participating. Uh, I was waiting for you to go. You're the show, I, man. I just pressed record. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the order in which the segments occurred, but uh, obviously you had Woods and Riddle uh, have a banger of a match that everyone is raving about this week on the social medias. And uh, Matt Riddle got a nice little win with a nice little RK bro. And uh, it was really good. They just tore it up, and there's a clip going on online with uh, – Xavier Woods going like Super Saiyan, like he's in DBZ catching Matt Riddle in midair and hoisting him up for a suplex. And everyone's like, wow, this guy's really good. And then Xavier Woods is like, mm, I told you. And then uh, Kofi Kingston finally came out and was like, hey, Drew, uh, I speak for everybody in the WWE universe as well as everybody watching at home, blah, blah. Get your ass to the back of the line. There needs to be a new championship contender in this boy. So I hope he gets in. I think we talked about it last week. And it could be a triple threat. But anytime Kofi Kingston is in my main event, I'll pay all the money. 100%. I went to WrestleMania to see him in a main event. And that sucked. Except Agreed. For everything else was everything else, not so much. That very good. So it seems like Hornswoggle has gone back under under the ring. And I believe we're um the Kerwin White. <laughs> I was about to say, is that Kerwin White we have now? Is, this, is that around. Abraham Washington again? Nope. We don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> But no, obviously I like the um oh, there he is. I like the <laughs> I like the Kofi Kingston Drew McIntyre angle that they're doing right now. Um I would like to see Kofi and Lashley at the pay-per-view, obviously. Um, because I'm just sick and tired. I'm I'm tired of seeing Drew and Bobby. We've seen it for months now. They yeah. need they need a fresh face for the angle. Just even for um, a little while, you yeah. know? Revisit it, but give us a damn break. Seriously. We're well, tired. We're this hungry. is what they this is what Monday Night Raw has been infamous for doing the past uh eight to ten months. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, they killed it into the ground. Randy Orton versus the Fiend, they killed it into the ground. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, they killed it into the ground. Killed you know, what, it, it you know what the next thing is gonna be that's gonna be killed to the ground, too, right? 
this whole entire, like, I don't know if you guys have been watching the show in full and whatnot, but in almost every single commercial break is evolution. Evolution. Did you read the same thing that I read today? Probably. So, Diego, you ready for this? So, apparently, she's not even going to wrestle. She's going to be a manager. Yeah. Like, and that's what they're hyping her up for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like eve- evolution. Like, I found I mean, just if, if, she's good on, if she's good on the mic, there's not listen enough. There. Managers in the game right now. I'm, so, I mean, if she's good at talking and wants to get, if she wants a bunch of heat for somebody, she can get it. It depends we'll on who to, they put her with, I guess. We'll have to wait and see what evolution gives us. But I do think that um, we will see. I'm just hoping that next week would be the, the perfect week on them for Jinder Mahal to come out and tax your McIntyre. Would be the seriously. Just do week. do a little upper mid card few, you know? Give Drew and Jinder up up until SummerSlam. It'd be great. Because think of this. You give Bobby um, Kofi. Then you have Money in the Bank. You do Bobby and um, fuck it. Just do Bobby and Braun. Who cares? No one cares. As long as Braun Strowman's on Money in the Bank, I give two shits. And then at he's SummerSlam, gonna, he's gonna be in it. <laughs> I hope not. And then at SummerSlam, you get with a live crowd: Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Oh, boom, roasted. Why is Skip Bayless in the call now, guys? I I really need the. We're here for the takes. We're here we for gotta, the takes. Skip Bayless we, is here for it. We we got to stop letting these randoms come in. <laughs> I mean, this is just getting ridiculous right now. Skip Bayless looking at me like I have seven heads. Can't even think straight. I like anymore. the vein just right here. So for those who don't know, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston on Rob this coming week. The winner gets Bobby Lashley. So looking forward to it. Um, looking can forward we just to talk? Seeing- can we just talk about okay? Why did they do Drew versus Kofi already and then go and make it for the number one contenders again? Why not just start with that? It's just a wasted – it was a waste – I mean, it was killing TV time, I guess, but that's literally the only thing I can think of. They just threw well, that – that's a big match, and they just well, threw it on. I think – so the reason why they did it was because they wanted to build up the angle to it, obviously. It just looked like they threw it together to see how it looked, and yeah. then – it was looking well, and they had Bobby come out and interfere, and that's what set up the number one contendership. If they, if they get some time next week, they can put on a banger. So, well, that's let's, the hope, thing. let's hope they get the time. They, they went for what, like thirty minutes? Yeah. On Monday, they could they could have easily done sixty. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think that does it for Raw. Basically, I mean, it's three hours, three hours too long. Um, rest in paradise to the Miz, who's been eaten by zombies. Um, <laughs> John Morrison some, somehow escaped properly. But just one, just one real one too. Um, the Tamina um, match with Natalia and um, they versed the uh, the big girls again, right? Yeah, they they versed um, Shayna, Shayna and Baszler Nia. and Nia Jax. Thank you. I don't know. Oh, why and Shayna's <laughs> Shayna challenged Reginald to a match on Raw. Yeah, and Reginald gets the gets Great. lit up by fire too. That was fantastic. That was Great. that was actually the better portion of the whole entire show too, because it, so, it oh, had so actually you, a decent storyline too. Now you like the supernatural stuff? No, it's not so much the supernatural stuff. It's actually just the the whole entire gimmick that they've been pushing here, with Reginald getting involved every single time, and whatnot. I, I don't know why you question it if I like the supernatural stuff. Because you didn't like it before. Because you're flip-flopping <laughs> on what you like and what you don't like. Because times. that Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton thing was nothing but a shit show in itself. Yeah, I was sports entertained. I don't know what you call it. 
Well, of course you are a sports entertainer. You're Vanilla Ice, and I'm here at Dark Chocolate looking for Sprinkles. You're the furthest thing away from Dark Chocolate, my friend. You're you're like a lightly salted caramel at best. Perfect flavor. flavor. Perfect that's flavor. A, that's my favorite flavor. flavor so. At best. At best. Yeah, I can agree. You want to see the fucking freckles on my arms? The, my fucking face? Yeah, no. Ginger, you're on two screens. It. Did you see you're on two screens? That that looks like Danny Tamborelli. That's you. That's not me. <laughs> my hair's not that red. <laughs> so let's, let's, move, let's move over to NXT from the other night. Um, let's dive in. What do, what did we think about it? Obviously, besides the main event, which was very good. Besides the main event. Yeah. I well, obviously about the main event. Well, obviously, well, the main event was going to be a topic of discussion that I was going to do after we talk about the, the show as an entirety. So, I mean, I, I personally was very sports entertained with having Ted DiBiase come <laughs> into NXT with LA Knight so good. And, and Corey Grimes. Like, that was... That was Corey actually Grimes. very fucking entertaining. I mean, I Cameron Grimes. I don't know why I said Corey. What? Because <laughs> you were thinking Corey, of Corey Graves. Corey I understand. Matthews. I understand. Potentially, potentially Corey not. Matthews. But it's Cameron. It's Cameron Grimes. Oh boy, meets world. This podcast right now. <laughs> Topanga. Um, <laughs> imagine. Just imagine the day that that Hanuman makes a mistake. Oh, good God! I just oh. can't wait for that. Oh, it's one percent. You know I how wish women you would. You know, you know how women always say like, "Oh, we're ninety nine percent right." And it's that one percent that us men live for. That is exactly that one fucking percent that I'm living for right now. Just waiting for Hanuman to be won, so I could slap the fucking whiskers right off of that mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bronson Reed yeah. style. Speaking of Bronson Reed, I was just counter- about to say that. Speaking of Bronson, what a transition! Counter- it's like I'm a DJ. Book him soon. Both of you. Book DJ <laughs> at gmail.com. Tran- transition, but you're cutting me off. I'm trying to transition to it. Got it. It's called Scratch. You'll learn about it someday. <laughs> I'm scratching right now. Um, <laughs> but Bronson Reed's new challenger seemed like it approached. Uh, it seems like Santos Escobar is going to be the next challenger for the North American title. Yep, Obviously, right. they're going to have to build it up a little bit, but hey, I like it. It's, I it's mean, a fresh... I- Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. You were starting. You were starting. Based on his feud with Gargano, uh, that was the best work he's done to. Do. So it seems he tends to work better with the smaller opponents because it's that just that meshing of speed and then agility versus power and just you know just being a, a freaking big dude. So I think they're going to put on another great match. Escobar is clearly moving up the card because he was cruiserweight champion, which is good because he's a fantastic wrestler. Him in the North American Championship, even a TN, uh, TNT, wrong company. Oh, oh, there it oh, is, Diego. Oh, 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 did you just oh, make a mistake? Oh, oh, I, I know, oh but God see, forbid I, I called it before you. I called oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. Look at me. Wait a second. You just made a mistake. Wait, what is it? I was trying to say. I was trying to say. Do the bushwhacker. NXT Championship. He could get an NXT Championship match at a one again. Pause. Pause, you messed up again. Dude, NXT, he's fighting to the NXT. I ju- no, I just said that he could be working his way up the card to fight for a NXT champion. In a well, we're focused on you calling it the TNT title right now. We're focused on <laughs> but I corrected <laughs> myself. No, but I, I see. I was going to let you slide too. I was going to let you slide too. Said it. You're not as quick as me, boy. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. All right. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, yeah, no. Santos Escobar definitely could be working his way up the card, just like we saw our uh, 
almost work his way up the card before, obviously, you know, he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I kind of did like how they they started off the storyline, too, uh, with Santos Escobar, too, including, you know, Legado del Fantasma, Wesley, and, and Nash Carter as well, like, getting into the ring. Like, I actually kind of liked the way that they started that storyline, and I'm looking forward to see how it goes from there. I'm curious to see what Kushida does next, if it's not Santos Escobar. Did Kushida yeah. have an open challenge this week? Um, I, I don't think so. Gonna, I thought that was going to be his thing. So. I think it's next that. week. I think it's next okay. week. Yeah. All right. But no, he didn't have it. All right, so we talked about the show. Obviously, Hanuman, real quick, um, the corpse of Bobby Fish returned, and he fought Pete Dunne. What, yeah, what, what were your thoughts on the corpse of Bobby I mean, Fish? Bobby Fish is a great worker. He's definitely a tag team guy, just because every time he takes three steps, he like tears an ACL of some sort. But they had a great match. It was between, you know, like you said, him and Pete Dunne. Uh, they went for a solid two segment, three segments, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look back. But they gave him some spotlight. And they, again, just solidified Pete Dunne as a threat, as he always is. And I don't know what they're going to do with the rest of the Undisputed Era because Adam Cole could be moving up. Uh, Bobby Fish is easily some guy you can put with Kushida and other cruiserweights and just, you know, put on some great matches. Put him on 205 Live. That's where everybody goes. And Kyle O'Reilly, I think, is the only one that's going to be carrying Cross as of right now. So, so speaking of carrying Cross, slide over to the main shoes. event. Yeah, very good. Slide over to the main event. Carrying Cross beat Finn Balor by referee stoppage. What, what were our thoughts on the match? And then what is next for Carrying Cross? In your opinion? Go ahead, DJ. I think that's a loaded question, honestly. I, it's a two-part. Yeah, it, it is. I, I just don't know how to – Really address the whole like Karen Cross thing, like what's next for him? Because just give me a prediction on who you think he's going to fight next to the title. Because obviously he's still a champion. I mean, to be quite honest with you, Karen Cross has like fought everybody and anybody on NXT and has proven himself over and over and over. I think it's just time for him to finally just. For me personally, I think it's time to just see him in the in the main roster. I would love to see him I think go over to, to like Raw. a SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, I think he's going back to Raw. Raw I mean, desperately is it, needs big names. And it's the same exact Whoa. thing like with Finn Balor too. Like, oh. just seeing Finn Balor, like he's done great on an NXT, and obviously that's like his level. But like at this point, it's almost like he really needs to be working with somebody that will deepen his horizon. Somebody like like what MVP did with uh with Bobby Lashley. If it wasn't for MVP, Bobby Lashley wouldn't be where he is right now. Not at all. MVP, MVP is legitimately the MVP. Exactly. Of the last, like, like year and a half. Like if he had somebody like MVP or Paul Heyman to work next to him to develop him further so that he actually can take onto that stage and be much of a better product than what he's delivered so far on NXT, that's where his future lies because that's another one that has power through anybody and anybody on NXT. And he's just going to be sitting there, stuck there, just hoping for the next moment again. Um, but in regards to your first question, if you wouldn't mind just repeating it too, because I kind of got hung up on, what were, on your, the what, thing. what were your thoughts on the match as a whole? The, oh, the match Cross versus Finn Balor. The match itself was just beautiful. I mean, the flurry of strikes, I mean, the whole entire the whole entire thing just in itself was was excellent. The Sit down, power bomb when he hit it. I mean, holy shit! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> my my back hurt like hell just watching it, <laughs> and I've had many back injuries in my life. So um, the whole sleeper whole thing on on Balor that was 
fantastic. I mean, if you want to win in a commanding manner, that's really how you do it. Um, so I, I think, like I said, Karen Cross is now just time for him to explore deeper horizons. I think NXT right now is just overburning him at this point. I just, I still don't think he's that great. I just, I really don't see it. like his entrance is cool. His manager's cool. He just, he looks so generic to this. Yeah. He's legit. Um, he legit looks like a guy you would make in the WWE. Game. Yeah. It's like a default skin for, for the WWE creator wrestler, like preset nine. And I understand, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but if we're going to be speaking about generic, like if it wasn't for the whole bro kind of aspect of things, oh, I mean, looking at that, looking at him, for example, Matt Riddle, like that's as basic as you can get. But if it wasn't for the whole bro storyline and matching him up with people like Randy Orton and others to like give him that big of a spotlight, he wouldn't develop the role that he has now. Oh. Um, so I completely for- missed this part on NXT. So apparently next week, um, to kick off the NXT, there will be a triple threat number one contenders match. The winner faces Karen Cross at uh, In Your House. Mm-hmm. It is Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. Correct. So which was- one of those three will face um, Karen Cross, in your opinion, at In Your House? I want it to be Kyle O'Reilly, but I also want him to win the championship. So I think Adam Cole's going to screw him over and they're going to get one more uh, match because I think it's a little too soon because Cross just got the title back. So unless he breaks so, his shoulder again, he's going to. You think we get Kyle O'Reilly and. You'll get a one off with Gargano. It'll probably be, it'll probably be fantastic. Uh, and then maybe he'll go back for the North American championship. Uh, I mean, he seems to have moved on rather quickly. So we'll see if he decides to what he wants to do with the way. Um, yeah, it'll yeah. be a great match. I and mean, Gargano can get a great match out of a broomstick. So, I mean, just this like true, just like Kenny Omega. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, we saw it firsthand with Leon Ross. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, Diego, what do you think? Who's facing um, Darren Cross next? I mean, I was thinking the same Kyle O'Reilly, but um, I think – Potentially, I mean, everyone's sleeping on right now too, but I think potentially it could also be Pete Dunne. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a Pete Dunne storyline versus Karen Cross. I have weird, weird like this would be fantastic if NXT could pull this off. So I, I think Gargano is going to get. It. I do agree with him, and I think we're going to get the one off with him. Um, you have O'Reilly versus Cole again at at uh, in your house, yep. solidifying yet again. Pete Dunne. I could see him going up against um, one Walter for the NXT UK title. Mm, yeah. yeah. But not just him. I was still waiting for Finn Balor to do that. So so it never hear happened. me out. Hear me out on this hypothetical, right? Walter defending the NXT UK title versus Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor. Triple threat for the NXT UK title and in your house. For the UK title? For the UK title. I wouldn't hate that at all. Because obviously they were supposed um Balor and Walter were supposed to fight at um Mania weekend, I thought. Yeah, they were supposed to fight. Like that was in the cards, but it it blew up because of uh the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So what we do here is I think they have Walter pin Pete Dunn, retain the title, and then after takeover before SummerSlam, we get Balor, Walter for the NXT UK title in front of the last crowd. 
Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Until we won the title from right, you said Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. Walter beat Pete Dunn from, for the title. I don't follow NXT UK. That's the one thing I haven't really been able to keep up on. So I don't know if they're emerging contenders. Tyler Bate. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, is he finally back into everything? Because I know he was kind of a little bit in trouble for uh, a bunch he's, of stuff. He's been pro uh, in some promos recently for okay. NXT UK. He's so, so. good. As long as he's got his name cleared and is coming back and, you know, gets the chance, he's going to tear it down like he always does. Big, strong bullet. So we got some some potential hypotheticals for NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some dream matches potentially, especially with uh, the In Your House that is taking place in, I believe, early June. June? Mm-hmm. I almost said January. Jesus. Uh, June. Um, one cool match i mean we talk about kushida and i completely forgot about this guy because you know you don't really think of this guy as a cruiserweight but he technically is what about getting kushida versus uh swerve scott he's got his uh-huh. own faction yeah yeah be, be nice of, so it's nice spot. that they have the thing that nxc does really well that i know i don't think we've elaborated on too much is they move on from programs a lot quicker than raw 100%. Like Raw, you get McIntyre, Lashley. Even if they're about to move on for a feud, they're still going to be intertwined for like an extra couple of weeks until they fully split. But at least in NXT, immediately, you know, Gargano is now going for the main title. Escobar is going to go for the uh, North American, mm-hmm. you know. So they move a lot quicker and it makes a lot more sense because not that people forget their losses, but they just, you know, take the L and move on and try to achieve greater things. I feel like it actually adds to character development, even if they know it goes unsaid. Definitely does, especially when um, you forget about some of the stuff and then they come back to it in like, yep. in like nine to nine months to a year. Yep. Just think about Gargano Champa, how long that one. Exactly. Just fantastic. Um, just thinking about like Owen Zane in particular. Mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um just to name a couple of things that they've done right uh any final thoughts on anything wwe before we move on to AEW's pay-per-view this week let's get into we get the pay-per-view get uh, let's get into it let's get into all the right well right now we get 10 matches that are officially on the card um it's such a big card <laughs> it is agreed it is 100 bigger than normal i think they usually run like seven or eight matches yeah because every match gets a half an hour which is Luckily, we're off work Monday. I hope everybody is for Memorial mm-hmm. Day. So if we do end up ordering it, which I probably will on my own if I have to, we won't have to go to bed and wake up at like 6 a.m. and be miserable. So. Agreed. It's a good feeling. All right. So let's let's dive in. Let's start with let's start with Serena Deeb and Rio for the NWA Women's Championship. Have they said if that's going to be the buy-in or because it sounds like a buy-in um it is officially on uh the pre-show it's on the okay buy-in. so it's on the buy-in okay mm-hmm. rio's great serena deeb's great can't wait serena deeb wins i don't know rio's great she's just not in the main picture right now and they've been hyping up serena getting back and on tv for the last couple of weeks and even on like their youtube shows so she'll get the showcase, Rio get the showcase, and I'm sure they'll reignite another feud or maybe like someone like uh, Nala Rose comes out and gets her comeuppance for the NWA championship. It is. Uh-huh. So the one thing I'll say too, I don't think I mentioned this before, but so AEW has their women's championship 
And it's almost like they've made the NWA one like a mid-card title, mm-hmm. which for them is great. And the brand itself for NWA, not ideal because it seems like maybe it's a little bit less significant, but it's still getting exposure. Great. So it's nice they have two singles championships. I agree with you there. Uh, I'm actually going to go on a different route for you. I think Rio is going to win the NWA Women's Championship on, really? okay. on Sunday. Um, just because we, like, like you said, we really haven't seen her. And when she competed, um, the last time I've seen her compete, she, she looked very good. And I think that uh, it's going to be a hell of a match, especially to start off the pay-per-view. But I do think Rio wins the Women's Championship, the NWA. I'm glad it's a worthwhile match. Too, because sometimes they yeah. kind of throw like well, I mean, in the last pay-per-view, that the woman's tag they had was pretty good, also. That was good. That was good. It was so, like, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Rio in that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. She's the buying queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Diego. The cannon factor. What do you got? <laughs> um, I, I'm thinking the same as you, Jones. I'm thinking the same. I'm thinking Rio. I'm thinking it's time for maybe just a little bit of change there. I think the Serena yeah. D, as Hanneman was saying, like it's been pushed a little bit and obviously like it's clear that if if they go with that route that they'll just try and find her something new to do but i think it's time for real to kind of create some new opportunities i would love nothing more <laughs> than to literally sit be sitting down and literally that entire match is looking around and be like oh look at this fucking dweeb <laughs> serena d what a dweeb <laughs> I, I, I like serena though <laughs> i know <laughs> i like real um, more but yeah. yeah, all right. Let's let's move on to the next match. Probably the match that will start off the show. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Anthony Ogogo, and a singles match. I have <laughs> I have zero hype for that match. Well, here's here's what's gonna happen. Ogogo is going to get tossed around like a donkey. Ogogo is going to hit Cody Rhodes with one punch. Cody Rhodes is going to kick out of said punch, and Cody Rhodes is going to win this match. So I'm writing in uh the American Dream. Cody Rhodes, because that is what he is calling himself in this paper. This one time and one mm-hmm. time only. I mean, a Kogo. I think a, oh, I don't, I'm going to say it wrong. Ogogo? It's a Kogo. Ogogo. However you say it. Sorry for doing it wrong. Correct me. I dare you. Wake me up before you a Kogo. I think he's going to win, and I hope it's really short. I just, I don't want it. I don't think that match should get too much time. Cody's obviously the big name. But you gotta you gotta push the young guy at some point. He can't and, lose with the American Dream hashtag on him. I mean, if they wanted to lose and turn heel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see, Diego. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I kind of agree in a way with Hunterman. I mean, yeah, Cody Rhodes is the big name, so obviously you expect any immediate win from the USA superstar, but. I mean, Anthony Agalgo, or however the hell you say his name, um, being a young fellow from the UK, why not? Why not kind of give him a, an opportunity here? So, mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going with Agalgo actually in this one. I think it's going to be like referee stoppage because like Rhodes' ribs get broken from a punch, so it's not going to be like a, a pin or anything. It's going to be like Cody's think, trying to compete, he's coughing up blood, and they say, "Dude, no, you're done." And then he gets. I the think pin. it comes down to more of like an opportune pin down. Like just one of those technical mistakes that Cody Rhodes could make, where Ogogo just takes the opportunity, and just pins him out of nowhere. He also has uh, what was it QT and the other two by his side, and all Cody uh, has his arm. Yeah, the factory Nick, Nick Camarado in there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they got, they got three guys on the outside for the advantage. Maybe they'll start doing some shield stuff and like tripping his feet. <laughs> and Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson will probably hit a spine buster on QT Marshall because sometimes he does that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's do Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Hangman Page. Jumping right back up to the moon because he's going to get his championship match and all in. And he can't convince me otherwise. Um, well, actually, I yeah, know you're right because usually when they, when they do the casino battle royale, it'll just be on a dynamite yep. episode. Yep. And they're starting to do those specials on TNT as well, like Blood and Gods and everything like mm-hmm. that. So they'll highlight another special whoever wins the casino battle royale. I'm gonna say, hey man, he gets his revenge, he gets his win back, starts climbing back up the rankings, and then Team Taz starts to feud with the Dark Order a little bit more and not Hangman, who's the upper echelon of them. Diego? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Adam Page as well. I'm going with the guy that finally got his lawnmower after all this time. I'm going, I'm going hanging. Give me the hanging, mm-hmm. Adam mm-hmm. Page. Let's go. All right. If you watch BTE, um, you get that reference. 100%. Let's do... Do the Battle Royal because there's a lot of names. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. All right. So the Casino Battle Royal for future AEW World Championship. Um, we have Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta El Cierto Miedo, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, uh, Mark Party. Green, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, Evil Uno, Coco Banna, Preston Vance, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and then there's one more spot available that we don't know yet. I still have a one-off <laughs> surprise, maybe. or okay, It was... Last year, I'm trying to remember who it was last year. Oh, the last it was year Brian was Matt Seidel. No, it was Brian Cage. Last year, I'm pretty sure last year was Matt Seidel when he messed up a shooting star press because Brian Cage won a ladder match. I think that was all in. Mm-hmm. Might be right. He might be right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Man. still going to go, but regardless of who the last one is, unless it's like CM Punk <laughs> or Brock Lesnar, I'm going to say Christian Cage because they kind of teased him and Omega, and that'd be another great match for Omega to get his. You know, just his reign a little bit more prestige. And, you know, Christian Cage's whole thing, outwork everyone. What a better way to outwork everyone than beat 20-plus other people at a battle royal. That's everyone. So. This is this yeah. is true. This is true. I agree with you. And now um, people might get mad because it's Christian Cage taking an opportunity from another young guy. But I think it's the best way to do it. And you don't have to put it on a pay-per-view. So Christian Cage for Hunterman? Okay. Um, this one's kind I'm, of a crapshoot because it's literally. I'm <laughs> gonna go out on a limb here and say that they're about to pay a guy a lot of money to be a part of this. Pay who? <laughs> the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe. If Samoa Joe came out, I would flip a lid. I, uh, I, uh, there would be nothing more AEW like than for Samoa Joe to come out here. I don't yeah. think he wins, but I guarantee I have a uh, 69% chance of. Samoa Joe coming out in my head. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. But to be Gosh. honest with you, <laughs> Hanuman, you and I both can agree here. There's one person we would love to see win this battle royale. <laughs> and his name is Evil Uno. Won't yep. happen, but we'd love to see this single fucking battle chance royale. in hell. But... I do agree. I think it's gonna be Christian Cage, but I'm gonna be weird and I'm gonna say Pentelins. Okay. I'm gonna be different. Was Diego you, you was going to take it? You took Diego's answer. 
Diego, you got to pick someone different. Uh, no, Diego, I'll write, I'll write it down for you. No, no, no. I literally, I literally was going to say, like, I love that Christian Cage has been, you know, teased and over teased and beyond teased about Kenny Omega. But, like, I also like Penta Cero Miedo. Um, but besides him, too, another one that I <laughs> low-key kind of can see winning this one, too. And you guys are probably going to laugh at me for saying it, but... Well, probably not. What about QT Marshall? <laughs> not laugh, but I'm going to throw up in my mouth because that would be something <laughs> AEW would do. Like, it, 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 that's what I'm thinking, too. I'll throw up because when I looked at it, I go, AEW, would this be? Let me get my hopes up about Christian Cage and QT Marshall throws him over the top rope. Nope. So am I writing QT Marshall down for you? I want to make a bet right now. <laughs> so bad. I don't, I don't ever bet money, so good No, luck. not money. I was going to say, like, I'll do the one-chip challenge if that man wins the Battle Royal, but I don't want to, I don't want to burn. What's, what's another one? I'll think of it. I might challenge you to something toward the end. Um, yeah, what fuck best? it. Why not? Why not? Put, put on QT Marshall, yeah. All <sighs> right, so I'm putting I'm, put- I'm going to be so mad if you just spit that into existence. I'm putting the trash bag. <laughs> in his defense, I was thinking it, but I was not willing to say it out loud. What has he done? <laughs> he, he already lost. It's his an AEW thing to do, though. you got to think yeah. of the storyline. He's push 40. Fucking... Yeah, so it wasn't Christian Cage. Yo, Christian, he's a former world champion. Dude, Christian, Christian Cage is closer to a fucking nurse at home than QT Marshall is right now. I All disagree let's, let's... because Christian Cage had like seven years off, so he got to recover. All right, speaking of guys, that, got to go. I'm good now. Speaking of guys that are close to the nursing home, let's talk about Sting. <laughs> <laughs> He's Sting in purgatory. Darby, what are you talking Sting about? And, Sting and Darby Allen are taking on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. What are what are our, what are our thoughts here? I'll go first. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page pin Darby Allen because Sting's going to be a non-factor in this match. I want to say that too because as much as you'd like to see Sting and Darby get the win. If you want to make two stars, pretty good way to do it. And if Sting's and, not involved in the pin and Darby just happens to get beat down because he's, you know, 100 pounds. And he's also still kind of hurt. Yeah, exactly. He got thrown down so, the stairs like a week ago. I just think my thing is, so when they did the match with Cage and Starks, obviously Cage has been a big enough name where he, de- he didn't really need a name like that. Starks needed it more than him. I think if you get Sky and Ethan Page, not only do you solidify them as a tag team, but you automatically solidify themselves as solid individual wrestlers. So that's why I'm going Sky and Page. I'm, I'm going Darby Allen and Sting. Darby and the geriatric, got it? Yeah, uh, I think it's, the, I think it's a shortcut to like a quick, like another like quick promotion with Sting. Kind of like what happened when, uh, when he went to WWE and did that small like promo with Triple H? Basically, the savings I think here. So Sky Page for Harbin? Uh Sky Page for me. As much as I don't think it's actually going to happen, I just wanted to. Okay, um, let's do the Young Bucks versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston for the AW World Tag Team Titles. Um, I'll say. I mean, I'm going to pick Moxley and Kingston. The Bucks have been champions for a long time now. They seemingly have defeated how many how many world title eliminator matches have they competed in in the last couple of weeks? Like four or five? A bunch. So like how many how many tag teams are even left? If they keep if you I think I think the rule is if you beat them they don't get another title match while you're champion. 
So they're slowly they're, they're slowly whittling out their competition. They are the second longest reigning tag team yep. champions in the company. They've Behind. held it since full gear in November. Yep. That's a great run, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just still, to this day, I keep saying Matt Jackson needs to get ACL surgery. So at some point, that's going to have to happen. I would hope. Kingston and Moxley, I mean, if they lose this, what happens next? You want to keep Moxley on TV. He's one, he's one of your top two biggest names. Moxley's Eddie having Kingston. a baby. At some point, yeah. I mean, that's also true. I'm still sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Nope. Kingston and Moxley. Decisively. Decisively. They're going to steal I'm, their shoes again. That's why the Bucks are going to win, because they stole their shoes. Young Bucks. Give me the Young Bucks. Greatest tag in the world, Young Bucks. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Young Bucks as well. I think right now, number there, there's two things. Like Chris just said, you know, Moxley's expected to have a baby. So if there's anything to, to do there, it's, it's that cut, cut your storyline short. I secondary, secondary to that, I think Kingston and Moxley have too big of a score to settle with these guys who have been dominant so far, especially. Even when they teamed up with like Kenny Omega, for example, like they they just been so dominant so far that I just I just think it's too soon, or <clears throat> maybe maybe way too early to cut that storyline. I think they, they need to continue it. Kingston has to fight. Um, who the fuck is it? Is it Archer? No, he fought. They already Doesn't did that Kingston... a few times. Yeah, but I thought there was a one off. I thought it was a one off, and they never fought again afterwards. If I'm not mistaken. Kingston has a feud with somebody that he has to he has just, to end. Just pack. Nah, it might be pack. It might be pack. I don't know. It I might can't. be pack. Yeah. My my, my 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 head hurts. Same. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Speaking of Lance Archer, let's talk the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, as of right now, it is Miro versus Lance Archer, but there's a chance that Dante Martin is going to. <laughs> it's it's going to be Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT title. Uh, what Dante are you Martin. Dante Martin's getting the title shot on uh, Dynamite this week. Dante Martin? Yeah. One well, of the, um, oh, one of the guys from uh, okay. Top Flight. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so so Miro, Miro or Lance Archer? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in Miro. I'm going to lock in Miro immediately. Yeah, me too. Too soon. I mean, they've kept, they kept Archer away from Darby pretty much the whole time he was because it honestly doesn't seem like it would have been believable to have him actually lose to him. And now he's worked his way in. I think he's going to lose. And again, this kind of stinks because Archer tends to get to these big moments and just lose. I think. But Jake I think Roberts, it'll be. Huh? Jake Roberts is going to be the reason why he loses. You think he's going to turn on him? Not turn on him, but I think he's going to try and do something, and it's going to co- end up costing Archer. I think that's what I could. I could. It's the reason uh, they call him the snake. I could see Archer getting put in like the accolade or whatever he's calling it now, and being a, you know, a, a pass out or a TKO. So yeah. He won't lose by pinfall, I don't think. It'll be come up. It's eh. excuse me. Uh, let's talk about the AEW women's title. Uh, oh, it's Hiro so, Shida versus so Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Sheer has held the title for over a year. Yep, Sheer won the title at double or nothing last year against Nyla Rose. Now. Yep. Britt Baker has the chance to solidify what she has said since she's arrived in AEW that she's the face of the women's division. And I I agree wholeheartedly with it. Yep. 
she deserves it. I I agree. I mean, just just looking back at like that like that lights out match, for example, with Thunder Rosa, like that bought me for Britt Baker. Like like I was bought out, so I'm going with her. Onman, Britt Baker. She just had a great run. Uh, time for some fresh faces at the top, and Britt Baker's. She from the get go was coined to be the face of their division. And it's taken quite enough time, and it'll be a nice payoff for her, even though she's a heel. A lot of people are going to be happy. I'm going to give you three letters. D, M, D. -D. Britt Baker. 100%. Hands down. All right, let's move in to what I think is going to steal the show here. Stadium Stampede. I I did hear that they taped portions of it. But because this also, I don't think we've touched upon, they're going to have the first live audience full capacity at Daly's Place since before COVID. So they're going to, they have taped elements that they'll show to the crowd, but there's also going to be live elements around the arena for them to see. So it'll be interesting to see how that works into each other. How they, how they manage to, yeah, to put how they edit it or whatever they decide. So what do we think? Is MJF's faction eliminating the inner circle or does the inner circle fight another day? Because if the inner circle loses, they're uh, disbanding as a team forever. I don't think – I still think it's too early for them to break them up because this feud still feels like it's in its, like, infancy, at least with MJF's group. And they just lost blood and guts on, like, a technicality technically because they were just, don't kill by Fred. And then he just threw him into a pile of uh, mattresses. So – I'm going to say Inner Circle pulls it off. But you could see a double turn from, like, some dude like Hager that maybe just decided he wants to get out of there. Yeah. And focus on MMA or whatever it is. But I think you're going to get that. But the thing I don't get, because you know there has to be a third payoff. I don't know what the heck they're going to do for that. So I'm going to say Inner Circle, but then I do not know how they blow off this feud with the robber match, as they like to call it. I have an idea what they Unless it's just do. Jericho and MJF in, like, some fancy, crazy thing. Oh, I know what they're going to do. What? But I'm going to let Diego go first. Diego, go first. Give me your predictions. Yeah, I'm going with the inner circle. I think that after that whole entire blood and guts uh, performance, the, the stupidity of losing to a technicality, and, of course, with having basically everything to lose here, it's more of, like, a do-or-die moment for them, and that's, that's where they, they pull it off. AEW is about to build a star, a big time star. Because the Pinnacle is going to win. No matter how, how it happens, the Pinnacle is going to win. I think the Inner Circle is going to break up. Um, Santana and Ortiz are finally going to get tag team recognition. They will finally get the tag team title shots that they deserve. Uh, we'll start seeing Guevara in various feuds. JK or might go back to MMA. But what we're going to see at the following pay per view. It's in a one-on-one match. It's going to be MJF and Chris Jericho. And if Jericho loses, he's retiring from pro wrestling. I could see that. I think that's the payoff right there. That's that's 100% what AEW is leaning towards. And depending on how long, how much longer Jericho wants to wrestle, this could be a quote-unquote great send-off mm-hmm. in a sense. I mean, and I think it comes down to be more of a financial kind of – Move by by AW too because right now with Jericho being that old, I mean, not only are you having to pay him a, a big and extensive contract, but you're also paying liabilities to just keep him healthy. So at that point, like yeah, you just kind of you kind of 
he is older. I, I think it'll be up to him. If he is one that's leaning toward wanting to retire, then AEW will work with him and make him a commentator. Uh, so here's here's the thing. I don't think he's when done it, yet. When it, when it first happened in 2019, signed a three-year deal. Three-year deal expires January 2022. 2022, that's right. Yep. So he, be signed, a he signed a three-year. Mm-hmm. I know that. And there's no, there's been no whisperings of. I think it's. Extension. I think it was just a three year, and yeah. for him to get, basically, start off as their world champion and then help establish build. the company and then build mm-hmm. stars. Yep. Yep. Which is exactly what he should be doing. That's the way I mean, veterans should do it. Imagine MJF having on his resume the fact that he retired Chris Jericho from wrestling. If they believe in him and he's gonna be their guy, yep. I mean, it's much like it's much See like here? what WWE did with with uh with Roman Reigns. I mean, they gave him that last match against the Undertaker. Imagine somebody like Roman Reigns saying, "Oh, I got to See, retire the Undertaker." Now, even though I didn't think, he, he, and then he came back. Yeah, yeah even well, though I didn't no. think I didn't think Roman Reigns deserved that position either. So, I agree. I would really like to see Wardlow just fuck people up like a singles match. Just have him yeah. go on a singles run. Like, give me Wardlow and Miro after this, please. To the moon. To the moon. Wardlow is very, very talented. Last match we have to talk about on this card. Three-way match. AEW World Championship. The champion, Kenny Omega, with Don Callis, that parasite in his corner. Versus Pac. Versus the freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. What are thoughts on this match? I already wrote down Hunnam's answer. It's fine. Uh, So... Diego, I don't know. Um, I kind of like Cassidy in a bit, but I mean, I I, I think it's Kenny Omega. Like, how can you bet against Kenny Omega? So, yeah. um, you know, it's tough to imagine. As much as I would love an underdog like Cassidy here, I, I'm going with Omega. Yeah, I'm picking Omega purely because I'm a fan, obviously. And also, I can't see AEW making him lose their world championship while he's still TNA's yeah. champion. Yeah. Until he starts to lose those other titles and goes on, like, the tailspin of, you know, just those losses and he's losing all the gold. And then he can build up the redemption where he becomes a face again. All that. You're not going to get that yet. And I think Omega's going to win. And you're going to get some serious teasing of Cassidy winning the championship, which I don't think anybody would hate. It'd be kind of funny at the same time. Yeah. Though... He doesn't need it. He's a gimmick guy. He can put on a great show. Don't get me wrong. He does not need to be your world champion. But, my, even um, it, but I will say, though, if he took it, though, like right now with Kenny Omega, like, yeah, it's Kenny Omega. He's your AEW world champion. Like, great. Okay. But with Orange Cassidy, though, now you get to do far more gimmicks that you haven't created yet because you've been too focused on the Kenny Omega character. So, you know, I'd be curious by both, but I, you know, I'm still putting Omega. Because I'm pretty sure Omega's defending the Impact World title at against all odds in June. So could we see basically Moose winning because someone from AEW screws over Kenny Omega and that's his next next um quote-unquote uh, feud in AEW? What was the question? 
So Moose and Moose, Moose is fighting Kenny Omega for the Impact World Championship at against mm-hmm. all odds. Do you see Omega's next challenger costing him the title at against all odds, or do you think um, they use him up until Slam until Slam Anniversary? Slam Anniversary, I think, is when he when he drops the title. Yeah, and it could be to somebody like a Samoa Joe, depending on where he goes. Well, imagine, I, if, I, imagine I, if I got to see Kenny Omega versus Samoa Joe in twenty twenty one. I might oh, buy yeah. a TNA, I might buy a TNA pay per view. That would be beautiful. Slammiversary be is July seventeenth. So either way, I think in the next couple of months we will see um, Kenny Omega drop the Impact title, and then we can potentially see him uh, not as our AEW World Champion. Because now for nothing, if we're going to compare him and Roman Reigns' title reigns right now, I'm giving the edge to Roman. Oh yeah, no doubt. Solely no based doubt. on the fact of. WWE's build with Roman Reigns and, and this yep. title reign is probably one of the best we've seen since I I can honestly say CM Punk when he went on that run. Yeah, easily. I would agree. I would so, agree. For, for me, Omega's is just it's it's it started off horrible. I didn't like how it started off and it's just to me low-key, it's kind it's it's kind of been a joke because the, the cross. No, him winning the him as the AEW World Champion. Really, he hasn't really like I know Roman hasn't really beaten anybody cleanly per se, but at the same time, the way that they build a they build around Roman compared to what they do with Omega on AEW right now, it's just I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a fan of it. I, I was curious to see in what direction they would go with with Don Callis. And it just it's making Kenny Omega look like a coward. And yeah, I do I, I do agree with that. I think I think like while you were off to a rocky start, you could have you could have hooked that up and improved the storyline, but instead of you just kind of strapped down and just let it go on a slippery slope. And that's why we're seeing the product that it is the product right we, now. We were waiting for the cleaner to come back. We haven't yeah. seen that yet. Yeah. So he's like he's the cleaner, but he's kind of a pussy. Which yeah, isn't the, that's not which, the cleaner. Which, which isn't the cleaner. <laughs> so I was no. going to say. It's not the cleaner. I, I like that they brought the elite back. They got the Goonies. You know, they got the Good Brothers. They got the Bucks. All that. Omega doesn't need to cheat to win. So. Yeah, I know. I agree. So this that's is one why. thing that I didn't like. Because like we said, WWE has a tendency to do stuff like that. Where, you know, Roman Reigns beat people for, what, eight years straight, clean, all the time. All of a sudden, it becomes a heel, and then he needs, you know, Jimmy Uso or Jey Uso to pop in and be like, look at me, and then he spears somebody and wins. It's like, oh, you, never, you never had to I do that I got you, Uso. I got you, Uso. <laughs> so I agree with that. I still think his run has been pretty good, and I love that he's just becoming I'm just the, the like, quarter of all of the gold everywhere because I think he deserves the recognition and, for that. In that aspect, I agree with you, but yeah. when you're looking at what Roman Reigns has faced compared to what? Omega's face. Omega's face mostly what seven times now for the title. It feels like. Yeah. This is the first time it's that we're so getting overdone. That this is the first is so time that we're getting new faces, and it's Pac versus um, Orange Cassidy. And you know they're not going to beat them. Mm-hmm. So for me, unless he faces like a Hangman Page or like a Lance Archer or somebody of like that stature, I just don't see the run as a not like a legit one, but like a good one in a sense. Does he? This might be a really stupid question of mine, and pardon me, I haven't I haven't eaten anything, so I'm like on low energy. 
But has Kenny Omega faced Miro yet? No, because Miro just got his um, like big break singles wise because of the breakup between him and um, Kip Sabian. So oh, that's right. That's, that's right. But he's yeah. also Miro's also the, the, the mid card champion right now. So down the line maybe, but. I don't know. There's, there's definitely other guys that they can do for the Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'm just thinking of sleepers as well, you know. You know, it would be a real good sleeper. I don't know. Which one of the Bucks has to get ACL surgery? I believe it's Matt. What or, if we get – Yeah. What if we get Nick and Kenny Omega for the World Heavyweight title at one point? Oh, my God. I mean, hey, Nick's a great wrestler, man. He had an, He's had a couple singles matches when Matt's been hurt before. And he just he – does, he does all the same stuff. He's just great. They're both really good. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, at one point, I get Okada and Omega, and I'll throw up in my mouth. <laughs> but uh, any final thoughts for you in episode 12 of the biddies of the suplexes? I've been suplexed. I'm, I'm, I'm highly suplexed, and I like it. Um, Ryback's illegitimate son. What? Do you have any final thoughts? I just can't wait for. Fuck, I, I just can't wait to go to bed. I'm trying to keep it calm. I'm trying to keep it calm this episode. There we go. Yep. Every All time, right. every time I act up, y'all say, yep. "Oh, look yep. at this." I'm gonna yep. mute him. Abraham Washington, mute him. Blah blah blah. And then when I'm all quiet and cordial, everyone's like, "Hey, but say something weird." Cordial. No, I asked. Give me one second. Did, did he just use the word cordial when half point through yeah, the some, fucking some episode? When halfway through the episode, the asshole can you know manage to make fun of me because I, you know, God forbid the fucking Latino heat makes a goddamn mistake and says Corey Grimes, but no, it's actually Cameron Grimes. And then the fucker goes, oh, TNT. Oh, oh, no, oh no, wait, no, 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 never mind. It was NXT. Hey, I, I recovered right. way more gracefully than that. I didn't all, right, all right, all right, all right. I'm shaking right, my little right, face. All right, all right, all right. All right. No, you slipped on ice before, like a fucking elk. I am sitting down, sir. That makes before, no sense. Before my two co-hosts square up with each other the next time they see him, uh, from all of us here, obviously, thank you again. Make sure you're checking out Couch Guy Sports. Uh, thank, thanks to them for uh, giving us geeks uh, time every week again to talk about wrestling. Thanks for the outlet, boys. Yep, appreciate and that. Ladies. Um, from Dairy's Karen, Dairy Karen's Factory, Diego Galvis. Uh, from Ryback's illegitimate son, Andrew Hunneman. Uh, your coach, Chris Jones. That better not off. stick. I don't like that guy. <laughs> nah.